my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Hey everybody, welcome back to 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. I am one of three co-hosts, Santos Medrano, and right now I am joined by... Hey everybody, it's Max. It's good to be back at the 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. And uh, our, our third wing, as always, is it's Chelsea Hall, guys. Welcome back. <laughs> I realized when I when I did the intro, like I completely changed. I became like one of those like morning DJs. Like, hey everybody, <laughs> welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. All right, play the sound effect. <laughs> but we're back, as long ladies. As we and get gentlemen. paid like that. I'm down. Oh hell yeah, yeah. That's okay. that'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah, that'd be cool. Imagine we got like a LA like morning show. Like, say someone no longer is doing a show and they ask us three. Like, we want you guys. Do the morning show, the morning drive show. I wouldn't do it. I can't wake up at 4 o'clock. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd do it if you got paid well. Monday exactly, yeah. It depends on the money. Yeah, you know, but we were doing like uh, like the music was like country or something. <laughs> I would yeah, I feel have... like we'd all fit in really well with that. Yeah. Country music. <laughs> we're like, hey. I literally we're... can't name one, maybe one. I can name Jesus Take the Wheel. That's the only country song. All my exes live in Texas. Is that a song? That's good. (laughs) I think. Or the solo cup. Isn't that a country song? Or no, the gambler. What about Kenny Rogers? Yeah, Yeah, Kenny Rogers. Remember? Nowhere to hold them. That's a great song. Yeah. (laughs) What what was that Lady Antebellum song? That real popular. Uh, Yeah. Oh, that was like like something quarter to midnight. It's a quarter after one. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, because that was considered like like a transition of kind of pop because it wasn't yeah. so country like like uh, a bit of both. It's like Taylor Swift. That's what happened with her. She was a country artist, and then she traveled on to be, you know, multicultural or whatever it's called. I don't know. She wanted. She to went to pop. Money. She went to pop music. <laughs> so yeah. So all right, ladies and gentlemen. So welcome back. We are the new country station. Uh, 88 miles per hour podcast. Exactly. Yes. So we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, one of the things is we haven't recorded. Actually, I should have researched when when was the last Yeah, when was our last one? Uh, Do you know? I feel it like it might have been. time ago. Was it? We like, we're going to start. A, we started talking about Star Wars. And then can you explain what happened? Do you know? Do you remember what happened, Santos? Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, real quick, the last episode we I actually there there's one episode that I loaded because this is uh it doesn't show me the date. Can I click the date? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. I for for our podcast in April twenty first, twenty sixteen, Monkey Monsters episode zero, the pilot episode. I ended up using uh, our page to upload. A pilot episode where, because we were driving home from Vegas, so we decided to record an episode, um, and then an actual eighty-eight miles per hour episode. Again, it was you guys weren't available, so I uploaded on Christmas Day. Me and Julia recorded a Christmas story. Um, so but the last one that we all did, let me see. I think you're right, Chelsea. It might be that one. Damn it! Come on. Why is it? I think. Well, what happened like was two thousand fourteen. We, we were recording. <laughs> It was, like, right around 
when I think Force Awakens was going to come out, like before <laughs> yes. that. Yeah. And yes. we were recording, and all of a sudden you're like, guys, hold on. Hold on one second. And I was like, okay. And then you came back, and Owen had thrown up all over the place or something. <laughs> yeah, he threw all over Julia. He threw up all yeah, over. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, she, like, opens the door, walks in. Because I hear crying, I remember. And you kind of hear a little noise on the recording. And then, yeah, like, she she comes to the door. I'm like, hold on, guys. The next thing you know, I just see her standing there covered in vomit. Oh, Owen's God. crying. I'm like, I got to go, guys. Yeah, I remember he got all sick. And that was the same night of, like, his Christmas play. And that's what made me, like, like what the hell? Because, okay, it was on a Tuesday that he had his play. This year, we had bought tickets for Force Awakens, you know, everything. Or not this year, whatever. I mean, uh, Rogue, Rogue, Rogue One. One yeah. Yes, Rogue One. It was going to be my birthday celebration everything. It, mine was on Friday, but on Thursday night, movie comes out. All set, had great seats, downtown Disney, IMAX, blah, blah, blah. We're like, all right, we're going to go and cosplay. Owen's going to be. And then the stupid school play for his school, for some reason, they made it Thursday. And I was like, ah, damn it. So I had to get a refund on the tickets, and I went Friday morning um, on my actual birthday. But it just sucks because we saw the first showing, an actual, a real IMAX theater in Ontario. But the crowd was so lame because you guys went and saw the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. was the crowd with you guys? Dude, there's no good crowds anymore. Just bottom line. I don't know. Mine any was movie. fine. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't... I love going to the movies, but, like, I hate the people at the movie theaters. Like, I just hate people in general, so... <laughs> I, okay, first of all, if you have kids, that's cool, all right? I'm, I was a kid. I went to the movie theater. And it's fine if they're loud, whatever, but do not let them wear those light-up shoes... Because I just it makes me want to like be very violent. <laughs> oh, because it's awful. Yeah, because they wear those light up shoes and they're running up and down the stairs, and I'm like, why are you wearing those here? I, <laughs> I, I can't understand. Like of all places, you know you're gonna go somewhere dark. Where are you? Why are you wearing those light up shoes? Anyway, sorry tangent that that happened during my viewing <laughs> of Rogue One. Sorry, it just like that like bothered me. And you know what? You kind of. <laughs> You can kind of think, oh, maybe it added to, like, the special effects. Yeah, but it may no. be lazy. I'm not going to pretend. Th- this isn't a 4D experience. Exactly. I'm not Take those shoes that. off. Yeah. yeah. Take the shoes off, at least. Sorry. <laughs> Just, it made me so upset. I'm like, of all places, like, not right now. Like, I got to admit, like, for me, I love, I love, not, not necessarily the crowds where they're like, there's a baby crying, someone's checking their cell phone. For me, I love... When they're a part of the experience with you, when there's certain scenes, they're like, oh, or they're clapping, they're laughing as a whole. Like, I love that experience. And usually you get that on the first showing at 7 p.m. when it's a certain film, especially for Star Wars. Like, I wanted that. I wanted when the, when the, when the, the, right when it says Star Wars, done, whatever, however they did it. I I can't Everybody, like, cheers. But, no, yeah, for me, nobody really cheered. Yeah, right when they're like, yeah, nothing. I do get a lot of the, like, I do go to a lot of movies where they clap at the end. Yeah. yeah I don't and even they, get that. For me, I do that. This, at Rogue One, they clapped. So. Yeah. When yeah. I saw Rogue One, my wife and I, we, like, wanted to cheer for, like, spoilers when Darth Vader comes. Yeah. We were like, yeah! Like, we, we looked at each other, we were like, uh, uh, nobody's saying anything, okay? Same here. You know, we weren't going to be, like, those, like, random people that are just like, yeah! You know, like that would have been dumb. But like the last couple, the last couple experiences I've had, nerd, watching a movie, there was nothing. There was nothing. I remember like 
Batman v Superman, it was packed. Yeah. Packed. Big theater. Quiet. I think it depends on, like, where you go to, like, where you see it, maybe. Yeah. Like, because I guess maybe downtown Disney would be different seeing a Star Wars movie than, like, I don't know, like, Rancho Cucamonga at 9 o'clock on a Thursday. Or at Capitan. Because I saw video from people who were there for the first screening, and, man, it was an event. Like, just the crowd, the way they were, was amazing. I was like, God damn it. Like, that's what I wanted. Because when we saw Force Awakens last year... We had that in our theater. I remember the people were like cheering, like <laughs> the ladies to the right of me were all crying. Like it was, it was like <laughs> a fun experience. People were cheering. People were like, you could hear the gasp when Han Solo like died. Like people were like, <gasps> you know, like that. I enjoy. You know, I've enjoyed that ever since. I think like I eighty six. I believe whenever <laughs> Young Guns came out, because I remember that was the first time I ever experienced where the theater. Like, was like, oh, there's a scene in, like, Young Guns where the villain gets shot in the forehead. And everybody erupts for, like, a massive cheer. And I thought that was cool. Like, oh, like, everybody's in, like, together as one. And, and I always like those moments in movies where people's just, like, connected. And, yeah, my... But I think it's way different back then. That's true. Like, yeah. it was way different. Like, we didn't... Back then, there was no streaming. You couldn't get at Redbox. There wasn't a quick turnover. Like, the only way you were going to see the movie... Was if you saw it in like theaters. spoilers was so easily found now too. So like when you said when Han, was, Han Solo died, and everyone's like, <gasps> like I think a lot of people might have known. Like I kind of knew before it, you know. Well, I, I mean it's also the crowd because we went and saw. Uh, it was it was I guess mid last year. Whenever it came out, we saw uh, my big fat my big fat Greek wedding two, and the audience we saw it with was obviously fans of the film because. We were as a whole, like, like the parts were, you know, little things that related to the first one. Like, we were all, like, just together as one, enjoying the film, laughing. Like, it was really, like, a fan moment because you could tell everybody would, knew the movie, loved the first one. And that was, like, probably the most recent movie I could think of where the crowd was together. That or, or maybe Ghostbusters. I don't know which one came first, but I remember Ghostbusters was like that, too. Like, everybody was so into it. And cheering and all this and that i was like holy crap i'm like i guess this movie's gonna be a hit it wasn't obviously it was just my theater but i mean that's it that's so, the- speaking of rogue one though yeah what did you think of it though like uh, i want to know like i don't know if i asked you or not and i don't know max like what your like opinion was on it but like what did you guys think of it all right well max you go first because i was i was already talking so you you go i i loved it i i, I went in with like no expectations yeah right uh i think i was like i i I enjoyed the force awakens i had my you know critiques about it but overall i had a pretty good experience but like rogue one man and i saw it twice i saw it twice in the theater nice i saw it opening night and then i saw it again a few weeks later um and i actually enjoyed it more the second time and the first time i had a few like critiques about it but then once I went in and the second time, those critiques were like debunked, you know, like one of my, one of my critiques was, uh, what's, uh, Felicity Jones character. What's the main character? Uh, uh wasn't it like Flynn? Or it's, no, that. it's, um, Jin, Jin or something. Yeah. Jin. Jin. Yeah. <laughs> Jin, Jin. 
that's yeah. the problem is i don't know i don't remember a lot of the characters names but i, I yeah that's just like that, that is Jin a... or so I, I don't remember how i remember that but it's it's like J-Y-N. yeah Jin. yeah Jin or so yeah yeah so yeah. one of the critiques i had was i thought she was pretty like mellow like she didn't have a lot of emotional like moments or anything like that she was just kind of like level keeled but once i saw it the second time i was like oh she has her moments you know yeah the uh, whole scene with her and her dad though like i felt like no emotion to that i just critique like yeah. i felt i mean she was they were she was doing a good job acting and all like they're i mean they're doing good but like i felt nothing and i i guess i i just didn't really care i was like oh that's pretty sad i could be sadder but i'm not you know well like when i first saw it i was kind of mad because I was like, you know, when they get back to the ship, um, Diego Luna's character, Cassian, right? Like, I was like, oh, she's going to be super pissed off at him the first time I I watched it. And she was, like, yelling at him and stuff. And I was like, how come she wasn't more mad? Because she knew, like, that he had a a second agenda. They were there to basically kill her dad. Like, how come she didn't, like, attack him or anything? But then the second time I noticed that the monk character actually grabbed her arm. She went to react, but he, like, grabbed her arm to calm her down. Yeah. And mm. that actually gave her a more intelligent response rather than just the emotional reactivity. So oh, I was okay. like, there's, like, some, cer- certain subtleties like that where it actually, the second time watching the movie, made me enjoy it more. I guess, I guess I, I mean, you're right. Maybe I probably, I, I liked it initially, and then I kind of sat on it for a little bit and was like, not sure and then thinking back like i should probably see it again to kind of give it more benefit of the doubt i think the problem for me is that i judge it so closely to force awakens i think if force awakens might have not happened before i might have thought differently about it but i compare it so much and i think the problem is like i really like the characters of force awakens that i don't really enjoy the rogue one characters as much Mm -hmm. like you said i don't feel like a closeness to the characters i mean not to say that they're not good or they're not well acted but i just don't enjoy them as much as force awakens and um i know but but if i'm comparing the action and like the finale part i mean everybody loves the finale of rogue one for sure but um that is way better in rogue one the finale the the star fight seeing you know uh was it x-wings and red leader gold leader and all that stuff like that was that was freaking awesome to see oh yeah that was freaking awesome so for a while yeah i was judging it pretty harshly and i've been thinking about it lately like man i should probably like there's good stuff about it it's just there are problems with it a little bit for me and it mostly i think it was like character development and yeah enjoying the characters um, but it's a little, it's a little story. I mean, it's a big story, but it's like, you know, it's just a quick one shot kind of thing. Yeah. So I, I'll say two things and then Santos, I want to hear what, what your thoughts were, but, yeah. uh, real quickly, I think one, uh, K2, yeah. you know, the, the droid, mm-hmm. I think I thought he was awesome. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. when he gets it at the end, I've never felt that connected to like a, an Android before. You know, like, I was like, yeah. And I think that shows the quality of character and the quality of movie that they portrayed. Exactly. Because, like, 3PO gets, like, torn to to bits. R2-D2 gets shot and stuff. You're just like, whatever. But, like, when K2 gets it, you're just like... (laughs) 
I think Man. If, like, if I was a droid or something, that'd probably be me. So that's probably why I felt so connected. I'm like, oh, he feels Super my pain. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I'd be like, um, yeah. yeah, I don't care, but I'm going to do this anyway. <laughs> that's why I like, yeah, when he, when he dies or gets it or whatever. Yeah. I, I felt like sad about that. Definitely. Yeah. And then the second thing was, dude, when they had Peter Cushing on there, I lost it. <laughs> I was like, dude, freaking Tarkin is so on cool. Screen. And I was just thinking about the that. possibilities and like, what does this mean for film? You know? And I was kind of like relating it to the original trilogies where, uh, Lucas arts, they were, the special effects were always doing like totally new um, interventions and things like that. And, and I felt like they did it again. Yeah. Here's where another you've seen yeah. everything CG. And I know like they did it with Tron and, and they've done it in other movies, but not this well. And to do it with a character that's, or with an actor that's already dead, like Peter Cushing died in the eighties or something. Like he didn't even make yeah. it to the Archites back. Like, I think he died in the early eighties, late seventies. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, dang. And I was thinking like, Man, that's crazy. Like, the possibilities. Like, actors are going to have to start, like, making contracts about images made in their likeness and stuff. And I'm, yeah. like, thinking, you know, we could have, like, a Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka 2 or something. You know, just, like, what, what's <laughs> what's the, the possibilities of film? Or, you know, having a, a young uh, Clint Eastwood in another Western, you know, teaming up with, like, you know john wayne or something like yeah. this is, it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> i thought they did a good job with that i was excited to, i actually really had no idea that they were that he was in the movie or anything and i kind of thought they were just gonna have him a little bit like you know they show the back of his head yeah, or and the reflection and then they went for it like he's a he's a main character of the film really and uh i love peter cushing so I was really excited for that. It's a little weird. There's a couple times where he's a little bit like, ooh, his face is a little stretchy in some spots. But like you said, like this is probably the best that they've ever done. Hell yeah. Um, in my opinion, yeah. Like Tron, like that was okay. <clears throat> but this definitely tops it for like doing that likeness for sure. Yeah, what do you think, true. Santos? For me, like – I mean, I honestly loved the film. Like, I was a I was a huge fan. I enjoyed it much better than uh, Force Awakens. And the reason being is because Force Awakens, as I was watching it, I was... Is it raining again? Oh, yeah, it is. Damn. Um, with Force Awakens, I was like... You could see... I saw so much of New Hope in there. And I'm like, as much as I... I, I was like, all right, this movie is a great film. It is It is a retread, basically, of New yeah, Hope. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I was like, damn, like... <laughs> Well, that's the thing that bummed me about it. Well, I was just like, okay, they're doing almost the exact same stuff, but just new characters kind of changing. I was like, all right, but it's still cool. All right, I still I still enjoyed it. I still loved it. But with Rogue One, it was a whole new story. Like I loved it because it it was it was great. It was like there was nothing new, and and it I felt like it also it was literally an in it wasn't like I didn't feel it was a standalone movie. Like it, it, it I felt like it should have been a film in between part three and four like a real film in there you know like like because it, it takes place and i don't know like I, I i found love with all the characters like yeah that thing you're talking about the the dad and the daughter is because you never really got the relationship with them to him because they never spend time together so i i felt like okay like it makes sense there's not going to be much there because you're like well f it they never had a relationship anyways you know but everybody else like i was so for the characters like i saw it like this film was very much saving private ryan where ryan 
like you know the he he's the Death Star plans. So they need to they need to get those and all the all the all the army guys. It's like I remember when you watch in the beginning, you're like, oh, these are all the guys, and they're all gonna end up dying because they're trying to save Private Ryan. And that's how I felt this film was. It's like they're all gonna die. We all know it, but the journey and and everything they're doing for sacrificing just to get these plans, I thought was amazing and. How they answer all these questions that people used to clown about A New Hope and the Death Star. Like like the part when, um, what's his name? Freaking, I don't even know how to pronounce his name, but the blind guy. Like, oh, yeah, I don't Like know. his part, like his moment, like in the in the film when he starts like walking out there and the force is with me and the, I'm with the force or whatever. Like, damn, dude. Like I had a massive rock in my throat at that moment because I was like, oh, dude. Like I was so like happy. But sad at the same time, I was like, oh, dude, like, it was, it was good because, like, I fell in love with these characters, and it was such yeah. a, a new story. It was a very different, it was a very different Star Wars film. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, <clears throat> that blind guy's not a Jedi, so there's really no Jedi in it. It's He's full on, it's full on just war. It's, yes, there's I mean, Jedi in the film, if you think about it. Oh, it's true, yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, but I guess the main focus isn't a Jedi, it's just yeah. a regular girl who's thrown into you know being in this war being kind of a big part of it <clears throat> excuse me and i know it, it like star wars deals obviously with like tons of dark you know things but this movie definitely had a you know a dark tone to it yeah as well and it was very serious and dark and, and they actually lightened it up I, that's like, what i heard they had, yeah they did six weeks of reshoot yeah that's a lot. so i guess it was like, darker like, yeah they, they, I, they did that with Suicide Squad, too. They had to lighten it up. It was really dark. And it still sucked. It, it bummed me out <laughs> because it didn't have, like... Like, there were certain scenes in the trailer that I wanted to see. And I yeah. didn't get to see. Like, I wanted to see the... He's like, you know, is this a rebellion? Well, I rebel. Like, where's that scene? What happened to that, you know? And or the TIE fighter at the very end when yes. she's on that bridge. The TIE fighter comes at her. Like, yeah. what was that about? Like, I would I'm love like, to see a director's, like, first cut of the movie. Like, I felt in my head, I'm like, ooh, is that Darth Vader in there? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, but all in all, it was just like, I mean, it, it was still great. Whatever they changed, it, it still came out like a great film. But it's just like, yeah, like, I was like, damn it. Like, I wanted to, I want to see this stuff. But it's true. It's like, but I remember when they first announced this movie, like, when they gave us the teaser trailer. And I was so for it because I just felt like, dude, like, like, cool, we're going to see... The people, the everyday people, the the, yeah. the the ones that that they're not Jedi's, they're no one important in that sense, but they're the ones. It's because of them that allows Luke to be the hero, you know, for him to get the medal and Han Solo and you know forget Chewie, they didn't care, but it, they get medals because of these people here, and I love that idea when they came out with it. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm with it. I was so for it, you know the the guy that what was it Garth. Edwards or whatever his name. Yeah, uh-huh, the director. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, I, I I think he did a great job. Um, I w- I was so, yeah, I I love this movie. Honestly, I I rank it up there as one of the top Star Wars films. Tell you the truth, I mean okay. I yeah, I love definitely. I love Empire. Like it blows one, two, and three out of the water because those three suck. They truly do. Like they have their moments. The third one's decent. The third one. I, I don't decent. know what it is. I can't stand clone wars and there are there are parts oh i definitely hands down and i think 
there are parts of uh, the third one, uh, Revenge of the Sith, that are good. Like, I do like the Mustafar fight and everything. Um, and then, like, <laughs> as bad as Phantom Menace is, like, I don't know what it is, but there's parts. Like, Darth Maul is, like, totally awesome. So there's redeeming parts. But, yeah, for the most part, like, it's definitely the bottom <laughs> of the good Star Wars movies. Did you guys catch in Rogue One when um, Red 5 got hit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if if you guys caught that. So Red 5 is the calling name for Luke. So I I literally just, like, laughed out loud at that point because they're like, Red 5, you're too too high or something. I forget. And then he just gets blown up. And I'm like, well, you know, there's there's an opening for Luke Skywalker. (laughs) What I liked was like, I I was, like, thinking about it. Like, I was like... Because I watched um, A New Hope, like, a couple days after I saw Rogue One. And I was thinking about it. I was like, man, the the Rebels, they don't know what's going on. Because, like, they're just going to trust this kid, Luke Skywalker. Like, did he have, like, an application process? Did he have an interview? And they're like, oh, no, just, you know, get in the ship. And, like, <laughs> You're good. you know, we're, we're going <laughs> to trust you. You know, like, follow our lead or something. Like, you know, I was like, no, that's a little too quick. Like, this guy needed to have an application, at least a reference, right? Like, you need to have at least a reference. Exactly. <laughs> I, what I liked was, uh, you know, where they run into the two guys from the cantina bar. Yeah. You know, gets, that was like, I loved that. I was like, the best. <laughs> yeah, that that was cool. I, I remember I was like, I like, I'm like, <gasps> ah! like, I had like a stupid like smile on my face. And like, I, <laughs> I pointed at the screen where like, like, I'm like, ah! Like I get that. That was so cool. Like I like that. And then um, I don't like you either. <laughs> like one of one of the disappointing things is they didn't have Porkins. Porkins is the fat the fat yeah. uh, X Wing fighter in a new hope. I was like, Where's Porkins at? You brought you brought back, you know, gold leader, but where's where's Porkins? What about um, what about Wedge? Wedge Antilles. Yeah, Wedge wasn't in it. Biggs wasn't in it. Yeah. yeah. So it's crazy that the guy who played Wedge, I think is He's related to Ewan McGregor. What? Like, it's his un- that's his uncle or something, that actor. That's Jeez. cool. Yeah. Got a little bit of relation there that, with the films. That's awesome. There you go. Yeah, all in all, that, that the all, Rogue One was good. It's funny because right now, because I had it on IMDb so I could get the actors' names and, and whatnot. Just I had it ready just in case. And I saw there was something right here, like, on the IMDb for Force Awakens when you scroll on it. It had something like it's like more about Rogue One, a Star Wars story. And right here it says our favorite Star Wars cosplayers. And I was like, oh, and like the main image that they have right here is the hip hop trooper. So I was like, oh, I'm going to check it out because I'm like, I'm like, guarantee we're in there because, you know, like everything that happened. And I go through it and we're not in any of these photos. There's two pages worth of cosplayers. I'm like, really? Like we're not even in this? I'm like, I'm not trying to say like, it's like, oh, we're, but I mean, come on, think about it of all the, all, everything that happened. Like you would think we would be included in here, but we're not. I was like, huh, that sucks. Racist. They're <laughs> just racist. Yeah. Office. Well, I, I don't know because there is one, it looks like at San Diego Comic Con, there's a Chewy and there's a guy, but he's not trying to do, you know, a Han Cholo or Juan, you know, Solo, whatever. He's just a Mexican dressed up like Han Solo. He's just a fan. So he's in there, but yeah, like I was like, hey. Oh, this? I see it. There it is. Yeah, see? And I'm like, really? Like, no, why aren't we in there? <laughs> Most of these are traditional, though. Yeah, that's probably why they're like, no, we can't. Screw that. 
We don't want these people in here. And they said it like that too. These people. <laughs> Maybe it was Lucas. What do you mean these people? Right? <laughs> they they have they have the guys that are dressed like Princess Leia, but not you guys. Owen's a lot cuter. Yeah, like so. at least Owen have him in there, you know? Like where's he at? It's like, you know, I don't know. Oh well. Hashtag justice for Owen. <laughs> so now that we've talked about Rogue One, I wanna know what do you think the best movies of this past year were though? What oh. you, what did you like the best? Ooh, okay. Out of all the films I saw this year, uh, you know what? I'll, I'm, I'm going to, if I can, like, right now, just think about it. Because of the reaction I had towards the film, the way I, I started researching <laughs> afterwards, and then I got the soundtrack. Well, Julia got it, you know, downloaded it or whatever. But I would have to say my favorite movie of 2016 would have to be... Um, I mean, God, the other one was good too, but I'm just going to go Sing Street. Have you guys seen that? Ooh, that's, super good. I haven't seen it, but it's like, takes, it's that like was my favorite Ireland, for right? a long time until, yeah, that movie is so good, dude. It's like, is it like in the 80s in Ireland or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes place in the 80s. These kids, they like want to start a band. Basically, they want to start it like a Depeche Mode type band because they actually post an ad like that at school saying we're trying to start a band that sounds like Depeche Depeche Mode, you know, but they never have any Depeche Mode in there. But it's such a great film, especially if you're someone like I know this is the way I always tell people if you're if you're if you're our brother and it's very much that like a brother movie because it, it, it's it's like that like there's there's a good relationship between brothers in this and then the kids and then like how every kid like that i, I there are so many were like in high school you want to start a band and this i mean i remember that trying to start a band it's like it's so relatable but it's so great it's funny it's mm. it, it's a great and the music is amazing. Like I loved it. Yeah, so, it's super good. So I that, need to see it. Yeah, you. It's on Netflix. So you, you should you check do it out. Same. It's, oh, is it? It's is it streaming on good. Netflix right now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna add that right what, now. What I love about it is like even just the way it happened. Like the way that they started a band is he sees like this girl across the street from the school, and he goes talk. He goes and talks to her, and then um, she's like, "Oh, I'm a model," and he's like, "Oh, that's funny. Like I'm in a band." And you should totally model for our band. And then she's like, yeah, like, I don't believe you. He's like, no, for real. And then he, like, gives her, you know, his number and stuff. And then right across the street, like, he, he walks away. And then he goes to his friend and he goes, we need to start a band. Like, yeah. that, that, it, that's how it starts. And it's just so perfect. Such a good love movie. Exactly. No, that, that, was, that was my second. That was my favorite for most of this year. So then what I just, would. What... I just added it. There you go. Netflix. Yeah, so watch it. It's such a great. I watch film. that. That that would have to be my, uh, <coughs> my my favorite my favorite film of uh, 2016. So if we're just doing right now our main top, that's I'll go with that one. Would be Sing Street. So so what would because I, I want to hear real quick, Max, yours because you said, you know, it's like oh that's my second. So what ended up passing up sur- surpassing Sing Street? What's your one? So, so I don't, I don't want to be like everybody else, but hands down, it was La La Land. For yes, me. yes, me too. I La haven't La seen Land. that. It, yes. It was, have you seen it? No. Oh yes, that's that's my favorite. It's so good. You haven't seen it, so, so No. Oh my gosh, you and Julia should go watch it. It's so good. I don't. I know there's so much overhype, and I don't want to add to that. But like honestly, this is probably the best movie I've seen in the last five years. 
like as far as art, as far as original uh, screenplay, uh, original music. It's it's a story, and what I loved about it, it was just it was just a love story. It was just a simple love story between an ordinary guy and an ordinary girl, and they're just trying to make it in play. <laughs> and of course, like it resonated with me because you know we live in the LA area, and like some of the some of the, the spots that they were at, I'm like, dude, I've been there. You know, they they filmed in Pasadena where I lived, and uh, it's it's just so good. And the chemistry between Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone is just phenomenal. And uh, the and the music is really good. Like. Yeah, the me- it's so I've had good. It stop and and I watched it uh, before it was on wide release, and this you know to go back to um, our original conversation as far as like having a good environment <laughs> with an audience. I actually saw this at the ArcLight in Hollywood on Sunset, and oh. everybody. Oh, that'd be a good place to see like, it. It was so good, and everyone was like clapping and cheering, and it was so. Excuse me. It was so weird because. Um, nobody left after like the final credits. Everyone was just talking about it. Like they were sitting there Damn. and you know, it's, it's everybody in Hollywood. So it's directly, um, speaking to this, to this culture and to this environment. So man, I can't, I, I could talk another half hour, 40 minutes about La La Land. So I saw it, I think last week. And honestly, I, I didn't know anything about it. I know that there was like a big hype about it, but I really didn't know anything and I <clears throat> loved it. I saw it. There was, like, nobody in the theater, which was perfect because I don't want to see it with anyone. <laughs> I want my private experience. And I, yeah, I absolutely loved it. And then I, from then on, I just list, kept listening to the soundtrack in my car. And <clears throat> I liked it a lot because I grew up watching a lot of the Ginger Rogers, Fred Astaire movies. And it's very, it's very, like, reminiscent of that. And uh, I don't know. It was just so good. Well, definitely lives up to the hype. <laughs> originally, uh, Emma Watson was supposed to play the role of Mia, but because I'm so glad she did. She she has yeah, it's better. With yeah, she had scheduling Emma conflicts uh, with Beauty and the Beast because of that film. She she didn't she didn't have the enough time when the film would be done or anything or when it was going to start. I don't know when they. I guess it was a uh, it. This movie probably would not have been done when that film was going to start, so she had to turn it down. What's crazy about that is that Ryan Gosling turned down the role of Beast to be in this movie. And I can guarantee... Weird. Yeah, I can guarantee he's happy that he turned... Cause, <clears throat> yeah. Because it's like... Dude, yeah, at like, the Golden Globes, he said it was the greatest like filming experience yeah, he's he ever had. He loved it, I guess, yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of it is due to uh, their chemistry, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, if it was any... I mean, I guess you could find other actors, but like their chemistry together like really makes the movie you know yeah. like if it's so good yeah i, I mean i've been like super fanboying spooby <laughs> so like i really enjoyed it but like did you like the, um, uh, when the opening my friend showed me the opening of the golden globes with jimmy fallon yeah, it was so good yeah it was awesome like the stranger thing kids and yeah yeah that was great and then but um the director man he did Whiplash. Did you guys see Whiplash? Yeah, yeah. that movie is nuts, that. man. It's a good so, film. So but... it's the same director. So it's it's like um, this. I don't know. He's like a younger guy. Um, his last name's like Ch- Chazelle or Chazelle. Chazelle. Yeah, Damien Chazelle. So he's only <laughs> done two movies. Let me pull up his IMDb. So yeah, he's done Whiplash and he's done La La Land, which like you know have already won a bunch of rewards. Uh, or awards, and then uh, he wrote the screenplay for 
10 Cloverfield Lane, and I don't know if you guys saw that. that yeah, was a good I did. Movie too. I thought that was I good. Didn't. So I didn't. I like Sky. I saw nothing this year at all. Get on top of it. So, you know, this guy's a, like, uh, he's like in his early 30s, and he's well, already he was born made, in like, 85. Huge, huge, yeah. Huge movies, and I, man. Yeah. I'm like already a fan just uh, off those two movies. I'm more, I'm more like I see that and I'm like, damn, he was born in '85 and he's already, you know, succeeded in so much already at this point, so much success. And I'm like, damn it, and I'm and not me. <laughs> I'm like, so, I'm so I trying. Looking, I, I looked up uh, how old Margot Robbie was, and I'm older than her, and I just made me so depressed. <laughs> I was like, awesome. I'm doing great. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I like La La Land too, because it's people struggling to do their dreams and it like really, you know, it like hits home. You know, you want to do all these great things and you struggle and everything. And it was so like, it was very emotional. I thought too, that movie. Well, in, in the, in the movie, the scene where, um, there, there's that, the audition scene where the, the casting director, interrupts Mia's performance to take the phone call that was inspired by an actual audition for Ryan Gosling in his early days so he went out to audition and then a casting director just mid his performance or whatever freaking answered a call so I mean I guess they're you know they're playing off of like real life the way it is for totally actors and stuff like that I mean you know it's like it sucks like for instance like because of whiplash Miles Teller was supposed to be the lead in this, but right away once Ryan Gosling was a was you know available, they just dropped him and said, you know what, let's get Ryan Gosling. So, I mean, it's like there there it is. Who's who's My- Miles Teller? Who is that? Uh, what else is he in? He's in uh, Fantastic Four. He's oh no, Mr. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. In the he, new one, he was in yeah. War Dogs. Oh, Did God. you see War Dogs? The spectacular now. Hmm. I'd have to look him up, yeah, because I don't. That doesn't sound familiar. You'd know him if you've seen him. Yeah, yeah. He was in. He's been a lot of stuff lately. Twenty-one and over. Project X. Footloose. Probably Project, Fantastic Four. Project X was the superhero movie thing. No, or that's no, the was one that where like the, the crazy party thing. Yeah, the crazy party. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I believe he was one of the kids. I think. Okay. Um, I'm not sure, but. But yeah, but dude, so. you gotta take you gotta take Julie out on a date. She'll love you forever if you go. Well, oh yeah, if you go to a nice dinner and then go see that movie, and it's like it'll be nice. Well, she was it's saying cool. she was saying oh, yeah. like he's like oh because it's so already so hyped and everything. She's like I don't even want to watch it because she's very much like that when like everybody's all in love with something. She's like eh, I don't want to see it now. No, you guys I honestly, you guys I like honestly, it so much. Honestly, I don't see how you cannot like this movie. Yeah. I don't know. I, I know, like I, I got favoritism towards this movie, but like I was not expecting anything from this movie. Yeah. And I and I came out and I'm like, man, this movie blew me away. Like it's art. It's 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 what movies should be. Well, yeah, I was it's, shocked it's when when because that's what's funny. Like, all right, I, I'm I'm sorry. I'm gonna judge you guys. Not not like not judge you, but um, I'm gonna um. I can't think of the term, but basically in the sense of like where I'm going to label you like almost like judging a book by its cover. So when I saw Chelsea change her Facebook like image or whatever to the La La Land and then I saw Max 
like say, oh, I saw La La Land, and I'm like, really? Like these two like this movie? Like I didn't, I would have not have ever pictured you guys to like La La Land, even though I've never seen it. I didn't really, I just knew it was a musical, like a love story, and I'm like, really? Like they, them two don't come off like they would like a film like that. I'm like, damn, it must be really good then. And I know I feel bad that I like, you know, I did that to you guys and be like, really? Like Chelsea and Max, get out of here. Like, yeah, right. And then, but I mean, it's like I feel bad doing it. But at the same time, I was like, wait, they liked it? So that mean, this movie must be really good then. So, I mean, so I want to see For the it. record, I changed, I changed my um, cover page on Facebook first. So, just for the record. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you, you saw it. I only saw it just last week, so. Now, I'm sure. it, does it take place now or does it take place, like, in olden it's Hollywood? It's now. Oh, no, it okay. takes place now, yeah. But it, 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 it takes place now, but it kind of modernizes like the classic musicals. Like they take elements from those and make it modern. Oh, okay. Right on. Yeah, actually it's it's funny because I'm starting to like musicals a lot more. Like my two favorite movies of this year was Sing Street, which is definitely a a modern musical. Um, And then more, more the traditional modern musical. And then, La La Land, which is... I'm not, like, super big in musicals. Like, I don't... My friend, like, hates the fact that I do not like Les Mis at all. Like, I don't like anything about it. Yeah. But (laughs) then again, like, I love, like, Hairspray (laughs) so much. Like, I I haven't watched the live live one yet, but I got to to see it, like, um, at San Francisco, and I saw the movie when it came out. Not the original, but the remake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, and I love that. And, like, I'm really picky about them. Like, I don't know. I love Rocky Horror. I know. I don't think you like it, right, Santos? What? Rocky Horror? Ro- yeah, Rocky Horror. Well, I never originally liked the actual film. When I saw it live, I liked the, the live part of it because of... I think It was honestly the audience because there were some guys sitting, like, somewhat behind me who were very much Mystery Science Theater 3000. So their jokes were amazing, and I was laughing. So I think that's why I enjoyed it. Um, Do you but know I, there's a whole book, like, dedicated to how to watch that movie? I'm yeah, a, there I, is a... I've gone to the live... Uh, what is it? Uh, Shadowcast. That's what they, like, you know, they have it on the screen, and they, yeah, like, do it on the stage. And then... Um, but, like... <clears throat> mean it's like while that's to, like, going dance on and stuff right yeah meanwhile there's people like in the audience and they're just like screaming stuff like i don't i don't even know like it's just like full-on script of like things like that they're saying like joe like exactly what you're saying santos like where it's like mystery science theater like the, somebody will say something in the movie and then the people will be like oh yeah da, 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 like a whole thing about it and it's so hilarious yeah. well the one it i makes went it to more fun they had the, I mean, um, the cat, like a cast in front, like in front of the, the screen, also acting right. out the whole movie. So they had that and they, they gave you stuff like that. I remember they gave me a, a paper bag filled with all this stuff mm-hmm. that you're supposed to use. Newspaper, yeah. sticks, rice, toast, all that stuff. But I've gone a couple times and I love it. But anyway, I, I like, I don't know. I like musicals. I love, um, what's, uh, the one I like a lot, um. Little Shop Horrors. Ah, okay. Love that one. They're remaking that. Little Shop Horrors. They're re- oh, of course, they're remaking everything. Yep. Yeah, are they remaking that? Yeah, they are. They they just announced that. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. A week before. Well, they, re- they redid Rocky Horror, and it was not good. I'm sorry. Well, well no, the, it's actually going to be it. an actual film, oh. so it's going to theaters. That was the live one, right? Uh, it, was... it wasn't live, no. Oh, it wasn't? It wasn't, it wasn't no. good. Because Julia is the huge Rocky Horror fan. She loves Rocky Horror. And I, I didn't even really know that until, like, they were going to announce the live one and everything. And we watched and she wasn't a fan with a lot of the stuff. And, I mean... It, it was pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. just like... And she's like, she saw the things that were missing. Like, wait, that's not what happens. Or they, they, they did that differently. Yeah, they, they took stuff out. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she was she wasn't happy with that musicals. I guess the closest thing I would have to say that a musical that I love would have to be Across the Universe. <laughs> I what really that's a good what? one. Nightmare for Christmas is a musical, even though it's like animated, oh, yeah. but it is. It is. You're right. So I guess Nightmare. By the way, freaking Santos, I was right, man. Oh yeah, I forgot. I never got back to I you told on that. You it's a Halloween movie. That was a debate we had like three or four years ago. <laughs> it was like in the beginning said, days. On of the record, a... I freaking won that debate. It's a so what is it? It's a Halloween movie. Yeah. The director came right. out and said okay. it's a Halloween movie because I said, "Well, it's called The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's about Christmas." So I called it a Christmas movie. It's not about Halloween, but Max was like, "It's Halloween, dirty bird," you know. And I was like, "And that's what it ended up being." It was a the director came out and flat out said, "No, this movie is a Halloween movie." So, yeah, so I lost that one. <laughs> Where are we at? All right, we're at, we're right now at 45 minutes in, ladies and gentlemen. So. <laughs> uh, was there any other good movies we saw? Yes. Uh, I'll tell oh. you a couple that I liked a lot. Here we go. Deadpool. Like, straight up, so good. That, that was my favorite until I watched, I think, uh, La La Land. And then I'd say Deadpool and... Zootopia. Oh, Zootopia is really good. A lot. Uh, I saw a lot of movies that I didn't like. Think were that great? Like Suicide Squad was just okay, and Batman. Garbage. Batman versus Superman. That was this year, right? Yes. Yeah. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. Did not care for that, but I'd say my three favorite: La La Land, Deadpool, and Zootopia for sure. What about you, Mac? Yeah, I liked I liked Rogue One. We talked about it. Sing, Sing Straight, La La Land. I really liked The Jungle Book. Like, I don't know, man. I was on Never that saw it. it came out. It was so good. I need to see and that like, one, too. Dang oh, it. definitely. Because the first, the first movie, it's cool. It's a classic. It's more nostalgic. But if you look at it, it's, it's not really telling a great story. Yeah. It just seems like it's just a bunch of random stories put into, like, yeah. one, right? There's not, like, a continuous storyline but like dang jungle book and just like the the animation and just like that that oh, i mean it's on netflix like, too Hell yeah. sorry girl you need to get on that i know so, I, uh, as you guys are saying like all these movies i'm like all right putting it in the queue for later. <laughs> so, yeah jungle book was good um I really like Kubo and the Two Strings I don't oh know dang it i missed that I one see that too you know that, i went to Sorry, tangent. I went to Universal, uh, when was it, a couple months back, like summertime, and I think they're bringing it back. If anyone's listening, I don't, it probably oh, won't, yeah, they are. won't be there, but it's, yeah, it's Cor- uh, Kubo to Coraline or Coraline to Kubo or whatever, and it yeah. is, I, I don't know if you have a pass or what the deal, it's so cool. It's it's like a they guide you through it, but it, they show you stuff from Coraline, Box Trolls, Kubo, 
uh, Paranorman, which is like one of my favorites. Oh, that one and it's awesome. all the stuff from there. But the guy, the guy takes you through. He like talks about the pieces and everything, and it's amazing. Anyway, but I need to see Kubo and keep going. Sorry about that. Yeah, so <laughs> Kubo was good. Just the animation, the stop motion animation, um, and just like a touching story. I don't want to give up too much because it's kind of spoilers, but it's it's it's, it's, it's not way. a Pixar or Disney movie, but it's so good because it you wouldn't know because the way that they communicate the story and just it it got me. I was like choking up towards the end. Um, uh, what a little baby. Yeah, and then just the <laughs> ending. The ending's so good. I don't want to oh, spoil man, it because it. it would it would ruin the, like the movie. But the ending and how they deal with the villain is uh, it's touching i'm such um, a fan of Leica that i should definitely i, I tried i need to finish watching box trolls but i need to see that the kubo because they're such an amazing like the detail like once you go uh, yeah. through that little exhibit definitely i don't know if you have time or whatever but since you like that movie like if you go look at that it's so incredible but they yeah. are they are amazing. Pretty much whatever they put out, similar to Pixar almost, or you just like every single one of their movies. Oh. And yeah. then uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane, that was pretty good. That one was good. I like that one. Yeah, <laughs> like based on all the ones you guys named, like you know, minus Kubo, like yeah, like ones that I actually you know we said Rogue One and I said uh, Sing Street, but. You know, I also enjoyed Zootopia, Deadpool. I like. I actually enjoyed Finding Dory. That one was really good. Like, I, I love that I didn't one. See it. That one was fun. Uh, I like Finding Dory. It was cute. I didn't. I also didn't see, and I'm. I'm sure you guys did, but I never saw Civil War. Oh yeah, what? I saw that. I didn't. See it, it. It's on Netflix. Okay, it's on Netflix. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, what's on Netflix? Hold on one second. <laughs> you're, you're getting your ten bucks worth this this month. You know. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> worth it. Yeah, I was disappointed in Batman v Superman. I really was. Um, oh, me too. I, I, I the bat the Batman stuff was great. I wish the whole movie was <laughs> Batman, but everything else was like I was just not happy with it. Moana was really that was a good Disney flick. I thought it's like it's it was an instant classic. Like you know that movie's gonna go on. I I thought like I don't know why uh, freaking Frozen got so much love because I saw it and I was like whatever about it. I honestly think it's that damn it's the song. Music. It's that song, that main song. Yeah, but it's a song. but I think Moana is ten times better. It's a great film. It's really well done. The music is amazing. Owen sings it all the time. It's so great. So. <laughs> That's my next thing I want to see. Like, I keep trying it's to good. go see it. Yeah, I need to see that And one. then, like, I actually enjoyed Ghostbusters. It was fun. Oh, I'm not... yeah. I really like that, too, actually. Yeah, I... I, I... I, didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't want to see it. it it's, it's honest. Tell you the truth, if you could just get away from, like, the fact that it's... Uh, uh, yeah. They're trying to reboot it and all that. Just, like, leave that all alone. You, know, I, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I honestly... Go in with an open mind. Exactly. I, I wanted to see it. I, I was... in... And don't expect a lot. And they, I thought it was really fun. Yeah, actually. I, I was, was pleasantly surprised. There was surprised. so much crap about that movie. It just sucked out all. The oh, the controversy was intense. Like, it was oh, yeah. stupid. It wasn't even controversy. It was just dumb. Yeah. I was just so. like, who cares if they're women? Like, who cares? You know, it's just like it's so dumb. So much yeah. controversy about it. Let's see. Oh, fan- <laughs> I forgot. Fantastic <laughs> Beast. I loved that movie. Yeah, I like that one too. I, I saw Fantastic Beast. Fanta- Fantastic, Fantastic Beast. Beast. 
and where to find them. Yeah, I, I saw I saw you posted something, Max. You didn't like it, but I I enjoyed it. Another one that I thought was better. Than I gotta it. watch it again. Are you a big Potter fan? Yes. Hey, okay, that maybe that's probably why. Maybe. Dude, a don't you nerd. have a, a Universal Pass? Yeah. yeah. Oh no. We gotta go. I just got one for Christmas. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I need to. Mine's gonna expire. I, need I a, don't have one. I need to renew it. Oh I'm Jones and just some butterbeer. <laughs> I have I yet just, to be. I just did the the Pottermore, um, the sorting hat. They put me. Oh. Nah. Wait, where they put you? Slytherin. I'm not oh, like, yeah, you, you come off like you would be bad. Slytherin. Hell yeah. Slytherin. Awesome. Welcome. I will be not your guy. Slytherin, not Slytherin. <laughs> I refuse. Have you done it, Santos? No, I haven't went. I want to oh, go. Oh, you need to do it. Hey, did you do the Patronus one? Yeah, mine's a stupid cat. <laughs> hey! Ah, man. You like I got, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right, it's all right. I got... It's cool. I got um a white... I think... Yeah, white swan or something like that. Ooh, elegant. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and so elegant for a slow... Anyway, but yeah, you said you had, so <laughs> you had issues with Fantastic Beasts, though? I gotta see it again. I... Look, I think I didn't, right I didn't think it was it, like the best, but I liked it. it. Was, for me, it was hard to like any of those characters. The ending, yeah, was get out of here, like, Max. Such a rip off, though. Spoiler alert: Have you seen Asantos? Do you care? Yeah, no, I I love that movie. Okay, Johnny Depp. Come on, no. I love the man, but really. Yeah, I I mean that was that I, was kind of a letdown. I don't know. I I really I mean yeah that was like I guess I don't know. I didn't see a letdown. I just I really loved what's his name the fat guy. What's his whatever his name is. Oh, uh, something Jake Jacob or yeah the the actor because like, I don't always... know any other name Kowalski Kowalski because yeah, I've oh, no, always... I loved him. I've always cheered for him as an actor because I always wanted his career. To just, you know, take off. Because I remember when I first saw him in, um, oh, that was that goddamn movie. The one where the kid has cancer, so they want to go see. Fanboys, oh, Star- it? Yeah, Star Fanboys. Yeah, Dan Folger. So that I, movie was stupid. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I want to. But I, I liked him. Like, I really enjoyed him. So I always wanted him to just take off. And then, you know, he came out in Balls of, Balls of Fury, and I'm like, all right. But the movie sucked. And I was like, damn. And I just always wanted him to get something. And now, you know, he's on Goldberg. So I was like, yay, that's awesome. But, like, I never saw him in anything until finally he came out in this. I'm like, oh, this is cool. And he, he's he was, great. He's yeah. really, he's the best in that movie. Yeah. Like, he's the best part of that movie. And, like, there's just something about his look that's very, the way he looks, like, is very authentic. Like, I feel like they just took him from an old movie and threw him in there. Like, exactly. he looks so accurate. I don't know what it is about him, but he looks, like, really, like, the part. Yeah, he's 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 great. So, yeah. I don't know. I really I really enjoyed that movie. That one was a good one. This, this, this might be nitpicking, but, like, Eddie Redman, which I like, you know? Yeah. Um, or Red Redmayne, right? Yeah. Redmayne, Redmayne. Anyways. Yeah, he's such, like, a, a method actor, such a character actor, that it, for me it just didn't make sense with just, like, it was, like, almost too much, right? And I know that's, like, nitpicking, but the way he was twitching all the time... I liked, Why I liked, no, I liked how socially awkward he was. Like, he didn't really, he didn't, like, also, he, like, didn't look at anybody in the eyes. Like, he always was, like, 
his head was always down. But, like, you notice, like, towards the end of the movie, he, like, is more confident and, like, he doesn't do it as much. Like, I liked, I liked that about him. Like, I, I, I liked the social again. awkwardness. They thought it was kind of cute. <laughs> and here's here's the one thing is I went into that movie wanting the Fantastic Beasts to be characters and they were a plot device. And I think that's yeah. what really killed it for me. Like, I don't I don't know. It was, any of it was kind of like uh, Pokemon Go the movie a little bit. Yeah, they were, they were just Wait, a what? plot device. I, huh? I, Wait, what do you mean by that? I didn't get that reference. Because it was like he had to catch them all. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I like that. That's the best way to describe it. It's going to be on the poster. <laughs> it's Harry Potter, yeah. but Pokemon Go Harry Potter, the movie. Gotta catch them all. Exactly. <laughs> well, they should have a Harry Potter Go. That would be <laughs> Nibbler, go. <laughs> that's That'd cool. Be great. <laughs> I choose you. Oh, but yeah, I was. That's that's what killed it for me, was that once the characters, or once the um the the beasts and all the creatures were a plot device and not characters. Like I wanted to like actually like characters and there's there's something that you can do with animals. Like I want a free willy moment, man. They didn't there give was, me a freaking There was some interesting moment. points in that movie that were very again, like again, I know the Harry Potter movies obviously dark, that you know, Harry Potter's parents are murdered. But like that movie like had child abuse oh, and like yeah. re- religious intolerance and uh, like, ju- it was very interesting. Like, those part, those elements of it, it was like, and it, like, uh, child abuse, yeah. Like, that was very dark, and, yeah, the whole thing with the mom, and, like, you know, damning, with you know, wizardry, and everything. I thought that was a very, I don't know, I, I, that was very interesting, that part to me. The, like, the creatures were fun and everything, but when it came down to those elements, I, I was a little more interested, actually. And it goes to show that the United States, <laughs> when it comes to that world with wizards, are very much prejudiced. Because he says, like, remember when he, he, he comes, when he first meets that one girl, and he says, like, oh, yeah, he's like, you guys are, are very weird about, like, like, the U.S. is different, where, like, you can't marry... Like, they're not allowed to marry a magician with, a like, a muggle, like, or something like that. Like, like yeah. He says something. He's like, yeah, you guys are all upside down. Did you down just call right. wizards magicians? That's awesome. <laughs> That's what I did. They're, hey, they're just illusionists. Come on. <laughs> they do magic. Yeah, they're David Blaine's and David Copperfield. <laughs> David Blaine. Every hey. David is a magician. That's why. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. So, yeah. But, so. yeah, no, they definitely – because. I, I think it pl- it's playing on how America was, you know, obviously segregation. So yeah. they're playing on how even in the wizarding community, there's intense segregation. Yeah, and it sucks so, that it's it's in showing the 20s, that right? Huh? Yes. Uh huh. So. Yeah. yeah, it shows so us that, the un- that in Europe they're all cool and everything, <laughs> but the U.S. they're the ones that are just. You know, they're the they're so, the, they're the we only we only saw in Harry Potter we only saw like the nineties. We didn't see the twenties in England for magical stuff. So th- there is that. But he points know? out that how it's different. The United States, their rules are completely that's true. Yeah, out of whack compared to with their right. their rules. So. I think yeah, definitely that was implied. Yeah, it's true. So, I don't know. England's better. But, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're at the we're at the tail end. So I think at this point, I feel like what we need to do is for those uh, tuning in who haven't heard us in over a year, 
we want to say, all right, so once it's like, yes, welcome back, but we're going to really be changing uh, the format when it comes to what is 88 miles per hour podcast. But because before we would all hop into a DeLorean and travel back to the 80s and talk about a film, you know, just basically anything from the 80s. But we decided that since we have the capability to travel at any point in the past, we wanted to, you know, choose any moment. So if we want to go back to the 90s, we will. We want to even go back to the 2000s, the 70s. It doesn't matter. We, we're going to have that option now. We want to be able to talk about any film from our past, our childhood, something that we grew up loving just not the 80s because obviously i'm i'm the one that actually was the 80s you know child i grew up through the 80s but then for you guys you guys are 90s and it's chelsea, like chelsea was born I, was, I was born in the 80s yeah but we're, how, how i only were you? spent like maybe 12 hours but i was there don't be a jerk Santo. she was born <laughs> yeah, in the 80s very offensive <laughs> yeah i'm a child of the 80s just a couple <laughs> hours yeah that's true if you think about it but yeah so we're gonna we're gonna use that we're gonna turn on that flux capacitor you know get it going the time circuits type in anything so that's that's what's in store for the new 88 miles per hour podcast uh you know we're hoping that we could always all three of us record but we, you know, we never, you know, just based on schedule, schedule allotted. But if not, you know, it might be just, you know, two of us, you know, but it's whatever is, is made available for us. But, yeah, so there you have it. That's what's going to be in store with the new 88 Miles Per Hour podcast. So we, we don't know what's going to be coming next week, but we just wanted to come back, say hello, talk about 2016. And, uh, yeah, so... So that's basically. we should totally put Chelsea on the spot and make her pick the movie. Yeah, what are we gonna I do next pick week? The movie? You got ten seconds. To yeah. Oh man, would you guys hate me if we talked about um, Gremlins two? Yeah, oh, let's do the it. New batch. Let's do it. No, I, <laughs> I really like when you're like, not. oh, when you say, hey, you hey, called it, Max. You said we should talk about anything. I want to talk about Gremlins two, the new batch. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we're going to be doing next week. It's talking about Gremlins. What was it? Gremlins, right? The- Gremlins 2. <laughs> yeah, Gremlins 2, the new batch, right? Yes. The one that has uh, the cool little in-between where Hulk Hogan comes up. Hey, brother! <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. So let's set up those time circuits to travel back to 1990. And we talk about gremlins to the new batch so yeah so that's what you guys have to look forward to next week gremlins to the new batch we are back officially back 88 miles per hour podcast we will make sure we will try really hard to make sure we get you guys a new episode every week um if for some reason you know schedules but we would always make sure that's what we're going to try to do so we're bringing it back make sure you guys follow us on instagram 88 miles per hour pot no is it the four or is it 88 mph podcast MPH. hold on let me look okay because i don't remember <laughs> okay let me get let, hey, me, this means, run, let me give you a rundown this is actually twitter movies, music right music oh heck yeah my freaking video games it's oh, everything it's everything if mm-hmm. um if you guys want to know twitter is at 88 mph pod instagram 88 mph podcast tumblr 88mphpodcast.tumblr.com facebook is facebook.com slash 88 miles per hour podcast and the android podcast is spelled 
It's going to be 88 spelled mphpodcast.podbean.com. We're also on iTunes. There you go. There you have it. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's all our stuff. Feel free to message us, follow us on Instagram, check us out, Facebook. We have a lot of stuff in store for this year. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's – I'm not sure what else to say. So, uh, I don't know if you guys have anything else to add. Uh, I'm just happy to get back into it, guys. I'm yeah. looking forward to talking about a lot of cool stuff. Yes. Welcome to the new year, 2017. A lot of – craziness is happening la isn't happy right now because we have the chargers all of a sudden so la is not so <laughs> no not so fond of that <laughs> dodgers logo all the way for the chargers but for those of you who are sad tune in listen to us we're gonna cheer you guys up with some amazing stuff going on this year so there you have it ladies and gentlemen so i'm one of three my name is santos i'm chelsea and i'm max And let's get into that DeLorean and travel back to the future.